All that plus your local news and weather with David Burke coming up Monday on the next edition of Cape Breton's Information Morning. And now back to Main Street and your host, Wendy Burkefeld. Thank you, Steve. In just 40 minutes, it, the official beginning of the iCreate conference begins with an art show at the Versharon Center at Cape Breton University. Over the weekend, people will be talking about working together in communities and particularly working with young people and how creativity and an art plays into that conversation. But there's been a lot of research done on it. There's quite, quite a few people who know quite a lot about it. And while it's a new idea for Cape Breton, there is some work, which is why the conference is taking place. And in studio this afternoon, I have Dr. Marcia Otiszewski with us. Hello, welcome to the show. Thank you. And I also have William Garrett Petz from Thompson Rivers University. Hello, welcome to the show. Thank you, Wendy. And welcome to Cape Breton. Thank you. When did you get off the plane? Got off the plane at about 20 after 12 yesterday. Today. <laughs> Today oh, oh, it's been far, isn't it? You came far. We did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell me about the people that you're bringing in um, to, to sort of illuminate folks in our community. Sure. Um, Dr. Will Garrett Petz, who is the Vice President of Research and Graduate Studies at Thompson Rivers University, is our keynote speaker, and he'll be giving a talk tomorrow morning about his community-engaged research, uh, work that he's been doing well, for, for decades now. Um, also today, already at one of our earlier planning meetings, um, the facilitators met with one of the speakers who's come from the University of Alberta, and uh, her name is Diane Conrad, also a woman who's been doing a lot of applied theatre work uh, in various communities, in Indigenous communities um, across uh, Western Canada. Uh, she's going to share with us uh, some about her experiences, uh, successes, challenges in these different communities where she's worked. Um, we have folks coming to talk about the environment, um, coming from the United States, uh, as well as across Canada. Um, and of course, iHuman, uh, Catherine Broomfield, who is the executive director of iHuman in Edmonton, um, a youth, an organization that provides programs for youth. And uh, one of the arts... Uh, artist who was a founder of iHuman, and her name is Sandra Bromley. Both of these women will talk about iHuman, which inspired the iCreate Cape Breton project. Back in the day, there are people who are listening now thinking, gosh, that sounds like something we did in the 70s, if only I could remember. It was happening on an ad hoc basis, and I can remember people from the St. Anne's Bay Players saying, we're going to pull our community together through theater. And I think that might have even been what popular theater meant um, at one time. And I'm thinking about how the Anaganish movement folded into Liz and Harry Bordmore's theater program. And, you know, the, the list is endless. But it was very ad hoc. People weren't really... It, it was just happening. It, there was sort of no theoretical basis around that. William, tell me about when the theory started to cluster around these kinds of things. I think it's clustering now. Um, it, there's been a lot being, that's been written in the last 20 years or so, um, but I don't think there's, there's a real consensus around best practices. There's a lot of uh, exceptional activity going on, not just in Canada, but all over the world. Uh, we can see some, some really fabulous stuff in Australia, for example. Um, and a lot of it is rooted in the arts, as you say, in theatre and in arts-informed or arts-based research. Um, and uh, in participatory practices generally. But the theory that you're referring to, I, as in do we know exactly what we're doing, why we're doing it, and what's the best way to do it, is really what I think this weekend and, and, uh, and, and the whole I create uh, 
uh, platform gives us a great opportunity to explore and, and refine still further. Earlier today, uh, there was a meeting of people who wanted to save the rail line mm-hmm. in Cape Breton. And, and I don't know, I know that there were people from the artistic community there, but they were there as citizens. They were there, they weren't necessarily bringing their artistic minds there, they were there as citizens. Do people bring their artistic minds to these kinds of events? And when they do, where are they positioned? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think you're, you're, you're hitting on a very important point, and, and, and that is it's sometimes called, in, in a little bit of an effete way, the democratization of, uh, of artistic creativity and, and knowledge and research. Um, that is recognizing that the inherent creativity in all of us and that the different forms of artistic expression that take place uh, don't just aren't just the 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 um, the purview of professional artists, but that uh, those in the community have have a very strong voice as well. You know, I I think that the 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 one big change that's taking place in the fact that University of Cape Breton, Breton is involved in this is the agency of the of the university as as a a place that can bring together those community voices that you're referring to, the professional, the professionals working in theater communities, in uh, visual and performing arts generally, uh, in music, et cetera, um, and those who are interested in generally in, in social justice issues and, and community development issues. Well, there, there aren't great lists of, of best practices. What are some of the best practices you see? Um, I, I think an extraordinary example is taking place in Australia. I mentioned to you just a, a moment or so, two ago um, that um, that was something that I'd, I'd, I'd seen up close and personal. I was asked to go and, and, and speak in Melbourne, actually, in the Footscray Community Arts uh, Council Centre, uh, just outside of Footscray. Um, Footscray itself is a community of about 35,000 people. Uh, Melbourne, of course, is huge, uh, but this this small arts community is doing absolutely extraordinary work. Um, they're doing it in conjunction with the University of Melbourne, which as I said, I, I think universities are becoming key players. If we're going to find best practices, that's, that's where we're going to find them playing a very strong intermediary uh, role and a, and a role as recorders of best practices. And the kind of thing that they're doing in Footscray is embedding themselves in the kinds of social issues uh, that you referred to just in passing and looking for um, solutions, but solutions through dialogue, uh, coming, drawing the community in into a participatory democracy um, through a whole variety of, of events, not the least of which is exhibiting um, public intuitions, public understandings of things, uh, making visible the immaterial parts of the world, um, the, the, the kind of knowledge that people may know intuitively but might, might not be able to make concrete. What artists can do is, is help with the interpretive process and, as I said, make visible through exhibition, through performance, um, through dialogue. One of the challenges that we have when we bring together different groups of people, it doesn't matter what you do, there are different languages, we might mm-hmm. always, but there are different ways of describing different things. And sometimes we don't understand the other person's language, and sometimes it, it, it gets in the way. And we, we've seen that time and again. How, how have people been able to 
resolve that problem? It, it, it's because it's a real one. It, it's just how do you get around it? You're assuming that people have resolved that problem. <laughs> Um, I, I think first acknowledging it as you're doing um, and then recognizing uh, that a form of fierce listening needs to take place whenever you're engaged in community-based activities. Um, again, I'd like to think that the kind of work that we're doing in the universities is well-positioned, that we can become interpreters. And um, the, the artists that we involve, the artist researchers, whether they're from the community, whether they're from the university, or whether they're from um, uh, professional areas of our community, um, they too are well positioned to become interpreters and, and to speak uh, for, with, and, and, uh, and in, in a whole variety of engaged ways. What do you want to learn this weekend? Boy, you're asking some, some good questions here. Um, I, I'm, I'm here because Marcia asked me to come, and, and, and that speaks to a form of, of, uh, of engagement and uh, commitment, I think, to, the, to these shared ideas, these shared ideals that the university and the community should be working together, uh, that we shouldn't be uh, in silos, but that we should be... Um, that we should have that shared purpose. Um, beyond that, I'm really interested in the, the kind of format that's being set up. This six-week introduction to a, to a longer form of community commitment, I think, is a very interesting model to explore. And, and so I'm, I'm interested in seeing how that will work out. Uh, one of the things that we, we don't do so well uh, working through universities uh, is commit long-term. We're very good at short-term commitment, that kind of drive-by research that communities talk about. And uh, we have to be careful. And what I like about iCreate is that the initial six weeks is a, long, a relatively long-term commitment for relationship building. And then on, the, on top of that relationship building can come, so I would assume, I would anticipate longer-term commitments. And uh, I'll be watching to see uh, how the university participants and the community participants uh, are indeed uh, committed to the long term, because that's, that's one of the secrets. Well, thank you both for coming in today, and you have an event in another half hour, so have a great evening. Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to CBC Radio 1 in Cape Breton. I'm Wendy Bergfeld in conversation with William Garrett Petz from Thompson Rivers University and Dr. Marcia Ostashevsky, and this is CBC Radio, where the time is 5.30.